general manager. Oh my God! So deal with it. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I apologize, you son of a bitch. Give me a hell yeah! I said, give me a hell yeah! You're the reason why you got fired from WWE. Okay, chill, homie. Okay, cause you. I know we's close to West Newbury. You used to be dropping your Oz and stuff all coming off thugging and stuff. But chill, man. Keep it up, my nigga. Tell me, he didn't just say that. Randy walks down here on this ramp. His expression stays the same. Does his pose up in the corner. Can't think of anything more late. Put an end to your dreams, and I bury Daniel Bryan. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. What's going on guys? Welcome to the debut episode, that means episode one, of my new podcast, wait for it, you call this a shoot? Welcome to my new podcast, this is going to be a professional wrestling podcast, from one professional fan to another, you're listening to this right now, you're probably a wrestling fan, you should already know that I am a wrestling fan. And you should already know who I am, but if you do not know, my name is Best in the World. You can follow me on Twitter at FightBestFight, or you can subscribe to me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Best in the World YT. Those links are in the description. Um, I have to say, I'm excited about this. I'm actually a podcast now. It's going to be more than 15 minutes. And before I did this last week, I tried doing this on YouTube. But I actually have a YouTube strike on there, so I can't go over 15 minutes. I tried doing this, this, um, re- rebirth of my podcast I did a couple months ago. I only did, like, two episodes, but I tried to bring it back. I called it Best in the World at What I Do. I didn't, I don't really like that name, and I actually use a hashtag for Twitter. It was B-I-T-W-A-W-I-D. And then I figured out... That one's probably a little too tricky. I, I had trouble saying it right now. Imagine people trying to remember if they're tweeting or something. So I decided to change the name. And you call this a shoot. Popped into my head. I'm like, okay, I'll use that. So then I made a bunch of graphics. Can't really see it if you're listening on Podomatic right now. Hey, Podomatic. You can go over to my YouTube channel and there will be excerpts. And then you can see the logo, all that. But, I'm going to say but a lot. I tend to say it a lot. I don't really say um a lot. I say but a lot. Because I like booty. Oh. Trashy, trashy joke, number one. So, I threw, I threw best in the world of what I do in the trash. I deleted all the graphics, all that. It's out of here. It's out of here. So, I'm on Podomatic now. I'm actually going to try to do a podcast. It's going to be more than 15 minutes, I hope, if I don't talk too fast. 
and I'm just gonna have fun with this. Maybe people are actually listening. I doubt, but if you are, you could leave a like. You could like on Potomac as well. You could leave a like, comment if you want. So, why don't we just get this started because I have no flashy, you know, like, hey, intro, intro over here, intro over there. Now we have anything, I can't talk about what happened last week because there is no last week on the show. So, let's just dive right into it. I have my notes right in front of me. I'm kind of breaking the fourth wall by telling you that, but I have a bunch of notes of what I'm going to talk about here. So, let's just start off. I have Bully Ray. You, you should go on Bully Ray's Twitter. I think it's at BullyRay5150, something like that. But, you see, I said but twice already. You should go to his Twitter, and he was arguing with fans. For some reason, I don't really know the reason, but just pe- number three. There we go, number three. I'm, I caught myself. I'm not going to continue counting, maybe. Did you think I was going to say it? I'm not. He, he started talking to these fans who don't like the product, and a bunch of people, you know, I paid money to see it, so I have a right to complain, stuff like that. And he just replied with stupid remarks, calling people um, jagoffs. I don't think TNA personnel could say jackoffs, so he put jagoff. And I, I think he was just in a rough mood. I think he's dating Velvet Sky, if you don't know that, he's dating Velvet Sky. So I'm thinking Velvet didn't give Bully the cupcake last night. Something like that. There's a cheesy joke for you. What I actually want to talk about with these tweets, I've noticed this a lot about people who work at TNA. They have really small tempers when it comes to people bashing their product. I think it's because they know TNA sucks. But since, number four, since they work there, they try not to believe that it sucks. But when the fan, number five, but when the fans bring them back to reality, like, hey, TNA really does suck, they outburst with a bunch of anger. And I don't think that is really a good thing, especially for Bully Ray, since he turned face, you know? He turned face about, like, God, it feels like four months ago, but I think it's only been like two months since he's been face. Let's see, Slammiversary. I think Slammiversary was in June, right? Last month. And I, I believe he turned like two months before that. So about three, four months he's been face. I don't really think a face, and on top of that, a locker room leader... One of the veterans, he's been ECW, WWE, and now in TNA, he's a top dog. And for him just to go on this little tirade on fans, I don't quite get. But I'm pretty sure he didn't get the cupcake last night. So I'll let it slide. I don't believe you should be doing that. But he's not going to get like punished for it or anything because he's Bully Ray. So let's just move on to topic. You can tell me what you think about that. In the comments, I just don't like it, especially since he's a face. We'll be right back with the You Call This A Shoe podcast with me, best in the world. But first, I want to give you 60 full seconds of a kid. Well, he looks like a teenager, but I think he's a kid who makes WWE videos. Well, mostly WWE videos on YouTube. And he 
Out of the blue, he quits. So, I'll let you hear that for one full minute. This is an exclusive on this podcast. It's not going to be an excerpt on YouTube. Since you're on Podomatic right now, thank you, and you get to hear this. I'm officially done with WWE. I've got Adam here in the hangout with me. This freaking company. Tonight. This show is garbage. I'm done. I can't take this freaking crap anymore. They have such bright young talent. And a guy like Seth Rollins. Kane Tombstone's John Cena here in the main event. Out comes Seth Rollins to cash in. No, let, let Dean Ambrose attack Rollins. When we all know Rollins should have cashed in. Rollins should have cashed in money in the bank. Wouldn't it make a heck of a lot more sense to do Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, and Kane versus Roman Reigns? Maybe not a handicap match, but instead of the Fatal Four Way being Cena versus Reigns versus Kane versus Orton, wouldn't it make a heck of a lot more sense to do Rollins versus Kane? Okay, we're back. I want to talk about WWE 2K15. The video game. It's coming out in October, and I'm not familiar with it, but I think there's like this game convention called Gamer X, something like that. But the 2K15 team was there with Darren Young. He was signing autographs, you know, just signing autographs. And to no surprise, well, for me at least, he was announced for WW2K15. What I don't understand is how they promoted it. WWE Games and everybody else thought made it out to be this huge deal that he's in the game. And I'm just sitting here wondering what's wrong with me because I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I mean, the guy, he wasn't even a low... He wasn't even a mid-carder. Okay, he's not even a mid-carder. He, he was a low mid-carder. He's, he was a low carter, but in a tag team. He was in of the, what, five tag teams in WWE? And not to mention, but I am mentioning, that they didn't even win the WWE Tag Team Championships once. And people are making it out to be a big deal. What, because he's gay? Because he's a homosexual male? That's a big deal? I bet, I bet there's some teenage girls that are full force on homosexuality, okay? They are just tweeting how it's amazing to have a homosexual male in a video game for WWE. And I believe this because I saw two of them just today. I saw two of them. And I don't get that either because wasn't he in WWE 2K14? What, just because he didn't announce it before the game, suddenly he's not gay anymore? No, he was gay. He was just hiding it. He was gay. So, it's it's not the first. So, if you're one of those girls listening, you're probably not. But if you are, shut up. Close your Twitter account. You're stupid. Okay? While we're on talking Twitter, follow me at FightBestFight. Twitter.com forward slash fight, FightBestFight. So, I'm done with that, just, it's not a big deal, people, okay? Darren Young, yeah, he's in the game. Okay, sure. 
John Cena is in the game too. Is that a big deal? He's on the cover. Is that a big deal? Nah, it's not. Although, although, hold on, hold on. I'm not done with this yet, because I just brought it up. Although people are making a big deal about John Cena on the cover. Oh, oh my god, why is John Cena ruining everything? It could have been Dana Brand. Dana Brand, oh my god. Did you see him in Ring of Honor? Oh my god. He now he's came up. He's such a big deal. Oh. Shut up. Okay. Let me, let me, let me go Tyson Kidd on you. Let me lay down a fact. Did you know that John Cena, the face of WWE, the guy you hate, has never, and I repeat, never, he's been in this company for over 10 years now, I think about 12, right? He debuted in, no, yeah, 12. He, the face of the company, has never, okay, listen to me, listen, never had his own video game cover, ever, never. He has never had it. And to me, even though I'm tired of John Cena a little bit, he deserves it. He's the face of the company. He deserves a sole spot, his own cover, so he deserves it. Now, let me get to my original point. A lot of people are mad that John Cena's on the cover. Um, okay. Why does the cover matter to you? Are you gonna buy the game and just look at the cover every day? No, you're gonna you're gonna open it, and then you're gonna put the disc in whatever game system you have, and you're gonna play the game. You're not gonna play the cover, are you? So why are you droning and bitching about it? I don't understand you people. Just like. The, the girls who are like Darren Young, oh my god, it's such a big deal because he's a homosexual male on the game. It's not. John Cena on the cover is not a big deal. Okay? So leave that alone. Let me just switch things around back to TNA. Now, this has been irking my soul for a long time now. And on my notes, I have it labeled as TNA on Spike, and that's exactly what it is. I get kind of irritated at how much TNA um, mentions the Spike television network. I mean, they mention it a lot. It's like it's part of the show, you know? Like, especially when they used to do, I don't know if they still do them, but when I actually watch Impact Wrestling on TV, they had these little short, you know, those 30-second commercials. They're all like, okay, next week, Bobby Roode defends his title against Samoa Joe. And at the end, they would be like, it's all this Thursday at 9 a.m. Central on Spike. I don't get that. It's always on Spike. I mean, if you turn on... They say it during the show as well, on Spike, all the time. It's like... It's like TNA is on Spike's balls, and they get to mention them whenever they can. You don't turn on WWE and hear them saying USA Network all of the time, do you? No, why, why are you mentioning Spike all the time? That irritates me a lot. I mean, a lot. They always say it. It's like they can't go one show without sp saying Spike TV. It's irritating. You need to stop doing it. You need... 
I, I'm kind of speechless on this because it's so annoying and so stupid that they can't go one show without mentioning it five times. It's always on Spike. Check us out on Spike. Did you know that we were on Spike? Don't forget to keep watching on Spike. It's always that. And they don't just say Impact Wrestling. They just say on Spike. On Spike, on Spike, on Spike. It's really annoying. I want to know, you can comment and tell me if, if this irritates you or is it just me. Do they just mention it at a normal, you know, a normal pace or whatever? Because I think they say it like every 10 minutes on Spike. Pretty soon it's going to be every commercial break. If it's not already, I don't watch Impact. I watch the clips on YouTube, so I don't watch it on TV anymore. So I don't know when they go to commercials, but you you could answer this question if you watch it on TV. Do they say, okay, we'll be right back with this one-on-one -on -one action between Eric Young and Bobby Roode, right on Impact Wrestling on Spike? Do they say that as well? Go ahead, answer that. All right, let's move on. Let's let's transition things to WWE now. Before we continue, I want to let you know about a form that I own where you can talk all kinds of wrestling. You can give wrestling updates, wrestling news, or you can just talk wrestling with other wrestling fans. You can talk all kinds of wrestling. You can talk WWE, you can talk TNA, you can talk Ring of Honor, you can talk PWG, you can talk about AIW, you can talk AAW. Also, did I say Ring of Honor? Talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. You can talk about any kind of professional wrestling you want. Plus more, we have an off-topic section. We have a shout box you can just talk to. You can do tons of stuff there. So if you want to talk about wrestling, about all kinds of wrestling, I mean any kind you want to, you could even do Be The Booker, you could start your own show, you could do all of this, plus more on my forum, go to allwrestlingforum.boards.net. That's allwrestlingforum.boards.net. All Wrestling Forum. Go check it out. So, people lately have been talking about the Shield and comparing them to superstar, big superstars right now on terms of what they will do in their career. And I'd like to share what I think. So, first we have Roman Reigns. I, as well as many other people, you probably think this too, is going to be like John Cena. WWE is kind of molding Roman Reigns into the next John Cena, the next face of the company. And I agree with him. He's got the look. He's, he, he's good in the ring. I, I dare to say he's better than John Cena. He's awesome to watch. And he's getting really good on the mic. I think they have a lot of potential with him if they book him right. They need to remember what they did with John Cena and do the complete opposite because fans will start hating Roman Reigns. If you just book him to be strong all of the time and win all of the time, people are going to hate him. They're going to get sick of seeing him because it's the same thing. So if they change it, that little booking thing, he 
he wouldn't be the next John Cena. He would be like the next Stone Cold or The Rock. He would be huge if you book him correctly and he improves even more. Now we move on to my favorite, Mr. Dean Ambrose, the lunatic, the crazy one, John Moxley-esque guy, even though he is John Moxley. I think he's going to be like Randy Orton. Other than the similar characters as in Crazy Can't Control Themselves, stuff like that, I think they're gonna book him pretty much the same way. He is not always, but most of the time he's going to be centered around the championship storylines. He's not always going to win the title, but he's always gonna be in the storylines to make the champion look even better. Because Ambrose, he, he could put you and himself over at the same time. So, I believe they're gonna have him in the main event a lot. You know, if they decide to do Reigns versus Ambrose, that could be a recurring thing. That could be like the next John Cena versus Randy Orton, but entertaining and people actually like it. And now we move on to the third and final. Seth Rollins. I believe people say he's like Jeff Hardy and that he could connect with the crowd. He's got like that different personality. He colors his hair. He does all these high high flying moves. I agree with that. But I think the way they're gonna book him is going to be kinda like Chris Jericho. He he's going to have a lot of accomplishments in his career, but when he when he isn't doing that, he's going to be busy putting over other talent, as in Chris Yarko is doing. So, I think, let me go over, Roman Reigns is going to be the next John Cena, Ambrose is going to be the next Randy Orton, prepare to see those two a lot in the future. And Seth Rollins, he's going to be the upper mid-card. He's going to be getting, you know, Intercontinental Championships. Occasionally, he's going to get the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. But he's going to spend time putting over other talent because he could sell great. He could sell great. Just like him and Dolph Ziggler. They sell phenomenal. They can make you look brutal. So, let's move on to the WWE Network. Now this has been this has been a rumor for a few months now that WWE is not happy with the buys because they got like less than a million and they thought they would get a million or above. So they are thinking about hiring the price. And when I read that, I was like, why? I mean, think about it. If you have, if you have less than a million, if you'd even meet your goal, and you're doing it at $9.99, $10 a month, what makes you think if you raise a price, you would not only keep all the subscribers you have, but get even more? That makes no sense to me. I think if, you, if you're actually desperate to get over a million, lower the price, say $5. Or if you want to take a big risk, since this is like a big thing or whatever, get rid of that six month commitment crap. 
okay? If someone, if someone only wants to pay $10 for one month just to watch WrestleMania, let them do it. Let them do it. Don't make them subscribe for six months when they don't want to. Now, talking about the WWE Network, I'm kind of done with the prices. Just, if anything, lower it. Do not raise it, because that is really stupid. I think a lot of people are just going to not renew their contracts or anything on the network if you raise the price, because that's going to be idiotic. Cable providers, the pay-per-views. Um, we had a couple, I can't remember, I think it was Dish that dropped the WWE pay-per-views. I think that I don't really agree with that. They could have dropped it later if it became successful, but they have less than a million buys. Less than a million subscribers. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people that have Dish or whatever wanted to pay for the pay-per-view and you just drop it. I don't get that. Now I'm talking about stuff I don't really know about because I don't know exactly why they dropped them. But there's my idea. I think there's a lot of people who still want to buy the pay-per-view if they had Dish or whatever and they didn't want it. And they didn't want to pay for the WWE Network. That's the first thing that would come to my mind. If I owned Dish or whatever, I would just say, wait it out a bit. I would wait a few months. And I just, you hear about the WWE Network and just drop it. That's idiotic to me. So I'm done with the WWE Network. Now, I was talking earlier about last week how I did the best in the world of what I do. That little thing, but eventually got scrapped. I told a story on there about right before I recorded that episode, a African-American kid that I have not seen in my life knocked on my door. And I'll give you a brief summary. He asked me to play with him. I don't know the kid. And he said, and I said I couldn't, right? I was about to shut the door, and he's like, wait. I open the door back up, and he's like, let me know when you're done. So this kid, I don't know. <laughs> this kid, I don't know. He knocks on my door, asks me to play with him. I tell him I can't. And he says, let me know when you're done. So basically what he's saying is, I don't know you at all, but when you're done doing whatever you're done doing, let me know so you could play with me, a total stranger. So that's what happened last week. Now this week, I have a bit more information. I now know that he is a neighbor of mine, and he is actually my brother's friend. So, last Wednesday, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday, I went to go take my brother and sister to the park, okay? And we walked, and we were walking, and the boy showed up, and he came up to me, and he's like, remember when you said you were going to play with me? And I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, I remember, and then he went to go tell his mom, I don't know the woman, and she comes out. And she's like, why would you tell my son to play, that, that you would play with him, and then you don't do it? And I try to explain, but he, 
he started crying, saying, yes, he did. I asked him and he said he would play with me, but he just slammed the door in my face. And I, my brain is just blown right now. So, his mother came to my house and told my mother. <laughs> and... <coughs> excuse me. What ended up happening was I had to take that boy that I don't know to the park with me. Let me say that again. A boy that I don't know came knocking on my door telling me to play with him. I said I can't. He said, let me know when you're done. Okay, that's what happened. And then he saw me a few days later and asked me if I remember when I said I would play with him. I said no. He went to go tell his mom. His mother went to go tell my mom. And I ended up taking him to the park along with my brother and sister. I'm kind of lost for words because that that makes no sense. Okay? That makes no sense. I think you will agree with me that that is the most idiotic most stupid thing ever. I took a kid, I don't even know his name, still, I don't know his name. I took him to the park for one hour, I still don't know his name, nothing about him, nothing. I don't know him, and I took him, and what blows my mind even more is that the mother doesn't even know me, and she trusted me taking her son to wherever. I could have taken him anywhere, I could have kidnapped him, okay? I could have kidnapped him, and she doesn't care, she just let him. That blows my mind. I just wanted to share that because my life is crazy, okay? Now, if there are any updates, next week I will let you know that as of right now, I have taken him to the park. A kid that I don't know. I take him to the park, okay? Now. Let's move on. Speaking of kids, uh, uh, segue coming, I want to talk about Tyson Kid and how awesome he is. If you're watching NXT, Tyson Kid, since about, I forgot when TakeOver was, was it in March? No. I think it was in April, NXT TakeOver, we had Adrian Neville defend his title against Tyson Kid, and they had a pretty good match. And he lost, and he didn't shake Adrian's hand, so that kind of turned him heel. And then Tyson came out, apologized, and he asked for a rematch. He got it, and that match was awesome. And Tyson, <coughs> excuse me, Tyson just couldn't beat him. So Tyson comes out, <coughs> excuse me, hold on, let me get a drink. My throat's killing me. Tyson could have won, he got frustrated, he went out of the ring, he got a chair, but Natalia was at ringside, and she held the chair, and Tyson lost, so, and then the takeover after show, whatever, that's when he really turned heel, he completely, Natalia tried to come for him, and just left her, so we had that going on. And then he's like, I haven't been watching for a couple weeks after that. 
but I watched again, and Justin Gabriel was scheduled to take on Adrian Neville in a match. And Tyson Kidd came up, he started talking about how Neville's trying to take Justin Gabriel's spot on the main roster or whatever. And he said he needs to be aggressive or something. So Tyson, he, uh, he accompanies Justin Gabriel to the ring. And Justin Gabriel loses. And Tyson just attacks Adrian Neville. And then Justin Gabriel hops in and attacks Neville as well, turning them both heel, which I don't get why Justin's heel. He does he looks like he's a face. He does all these high-flying moves. He he's a face. He's like Kofi Kingston. So they're both heels. And this past Thursday on NXT, it was Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn versus Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. Natalia was ringside again and they had this pretty good tag team match and Adrian Neville took out Jesse Gabriel by the ramp he did like a springboard by the ramp and on the other side of the ring we had Tyson Kidd he was like hurt his knee was hurt and Natalya got up on the apron and she was trying to see if he was alright and Tyson tried to like punch Sammy or whatever. He blocked it, he pushed it back. Natalia falls off the apron. And Sammy Zayn and Tyson were just looking at each other. They didn't fight. They were just like under the third rope. They were in between the ropes and they were just looking at Natalia. And they looked like they were both gonna get out at the same time, but Tyson got back in real quick, rolled up Sammy Zayn, and got the three count. And then he rolls over to the ramp and starts celebrating and doesn't remember that he hit Natalia, which was hilarious. So he tries running over there and Natalia's kind of like pissed or whatever. But Tyson doesn't care. He's just sitting there. He's like, yes, I knew I could do it. I could do it. Yes, I knew I could beat him. I knew I could beat him. And that moment, I've been liking this heel Tyson kid for a while now, but that moment when he didn't care at all about his wife just cared about the roll-up cheap win he got over Sammy I absolutely love heel Tyson Kidd he needs to be brought up to the main roster again as a heel and do exactly what he's doing in NXT because that works that can get him heat I love that it's amazing I just want to throw that out there I want to give you a little detail if you don't watch NXT what they get what they're doing down there, especially with Tyson Kidd, is awesome. I hear they wanted to put a mask on him, but they dropped the idea. They're just going to continue this heel Tyson Kidd gimmick, which I love. You got to keep doing this. Stuff with him and Natalya, got to keep doing that because that, that can build him a lot of heat. You can keep doing that. Now, we get to this final segment. Yes. It's about over. I'm getting tired. As you could hear, there's long pauses. My throat is killing me. I want to talk about something that's been brewing since January. The end of January. And that is the CM Punk chance. Um, it's, it's like the new boring chant. It's just whenever you're bored at a WWE show, chant CM Punk. 
I don't understand why why they're actually punishing WWE because they're doing it on their own TV shows. They're chanting for CM Punk. Now keep in mind this is coming from a guy who got his online alias name, best in the world, from CM Punk. Okay, so I'm a huge punk fan. But I don't understand why they keep chanting for him and punishing WWE. First off, WWE didn't want CM Punk to leave. CM Punk left on his own. And why would you cheer, I mean, chant for a man who just walked out of all of you? He walked out on all the fans. He didn't care about the fans anymore. He doesn't care about you, like. He doesn't care about us anymore. Why would you continue to chant his name? I don't understand that. Why would you keep... You want him back so bad, but he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't even care enough about the fans just to be like, Oh, okay, I don't want to be here, but the fans, I love these fans so much, so I'll stay. No, he said, forget that. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. I'm not going to address any wrestling anymore. I'm done. I'm retired. I didn't say thank you to the fans. I didn't do anything. But yet, we get CM Punk chants almost every week. That's annoying me. People need to stop. You're cheering for, for a man who didn't want to be there. Stop punishing WWE for that. Now, WWE could be punished like a small bit because there obviously is a reason why CM Punk left. And I think I think it's mostly because of the booking. And I have to say, like the final months that he was there, he was being booked pretty poorly. But that's still no excuse, just to uh, walk out of your contract, leave all the fans and stuff like that. So, I would like it if people stop chanting CM Punk. This is coming from a huge CM Punk fan. It's just, it's not worth it. He's not coming back. And I don't know why you would want him back when he just walked out of... He just walked out on all the fans like that. That's, that's mad disrespect to all the fans. He doesn't care about us. Okay, he just cares about him and how he's booked or whatever he left for. He doesn't care about the fans. So, I'm going to end it here. We're just not going to end it with anything normal. We're going to end it with a Scott Steiner promo. Yes, you heard it correctly. A Scott Steiner promo. And his awesome mathematic skills. So, I'm best in the world. Wait, 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 before, before we go, go check out Bucks in 6 Rebirth. There's a link below. There's a link below. Go check them out. It's, it talk, it, they talk about wrestling. They talk about basketball. They talk about all these shenanigans. And it's just a really fun listen. They do it every week. They're on like four episodes now. It's hosted by Ultra Hill Verge. You can follow them on Twitter at Ultra Hill Verge and Optimus Prime. Op Tedmus Prime on Twitter at Op Tedmus Prime. You can go find all of the episodes on youtube.com forward slash Ultra Hill Verge. That's it. I'm best in the world. Follow me on Twitter at Fight Best Fight. I am actually thinking about if you guys want to ask questions and I'll answer them like next episode you could email me it's fightbestfight at gmail.com it's simple fightbestfight at gmail.com follow me on twitter at fightbestfight my youtube is youtube.com forward slash 
best in the world, YT. And don't forget to join my wrestling forum to talk all wrestling. It's awesome. Allwrestlingforum.boards.net. Alright, I've been best in the world. See you guys next week. I'm out. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they...